1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting
2: Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Hey you guys and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat episode 4. We are sweltering in into coin, or to borrow a phrase from the pro wrestler Colt Cabana, we are sweltering in the studio apartment. (laughs) It's bigger than a studio apartment, but it is a studio in an apartment, and uh, we have got such an exciting week of Star Wars news to talk about, and if you want to join us uh, on the show, you can call or Skype in on 646-668-8360. And uh, if you're on Skype, if you're international out of America, I would Skype in and add the plus one. And then you get it for a, uh, a discounted rate Ooh. through the magic of the internet. And uh, to join us to talk about all the news, we have from one of my favorite podcasts. I listened to it today. It is always... It's my vitamin C. <laughs> if I need a boost of yeah. positive energy, I hit up uh, Joseph Scrimshaw's Force Center podcast with uh, Jennifer Lander and Ken Knapsock. Welcome back to the show, buddy.
0: Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. This is the first time I've been in your home studio, and I get to be distracted by all the awesome action figures and whatnot.
2: Yeah, it's a bit... Um, It's good to be on home turf. Yeah. Because, like, when I went to your house to record podcasts, I I was too busy (laughs) looking around. And so I was sort of, I felt like you had the upper hand for the first half hour. And our other guest is someone whose house I desperately want to visit. Yeah. I've seen some amazing photos of uh, things that lie within, some great art. But uh, you might know him from his work on 09 or the amazing video he put together of him building the ultimate super man baby wins and has the greatest product ever to be made the millennium falcon lego giant set welcome Germaine lucia how you doing mate
3: i'm great steel thanks for having me man i loved that video it was uh it was a labor of love uh for sure it took me about a week and a half of shooting on and off two hours every two hours because i had to recharge the batteries but I mean, and I got. But it's probably the greatest thing I've ever gotten from this job. And I've got some great things from this job. But like, I got that Lego for free, to and then and I was paid to build it. Really, you were paid to make the video. Uh, no, well, I got paid to do my job, and my job was make the make video. The video, that week. okay. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty excellent. And I guess like I've been to. Star Wars premieres and all these other awesome things, but getting that free $800 Lego <laughs> like building it on video may be the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah, that's one of the prizes of my collection. Is it still up in your home? Yeah, but we had to build a uh, special shelf for it. <laughs> out, of not out of Lego? No, out of Lego, out of Ikea.
4: <laughs> and then we also... Out of Ikea. Out of Ikea. <laughs>
3: and uh, I had to put it on my flat file for my posters. And when I moved it into the other room, I dropped it. So after the 36... Oh. After the 36 hours it took me to put together, it took another six hours to re-put it together. And when I finished, I still had about eight large pieces left over that I had no idea where they went. And I said, screw it and put them in a little bit. I'll do it another time.
2: But I'm not too into Lego. Like, I love, I appreciate Lego. Oh, guys, I appreciate. <laughs> but I don't own too much. The main thing I've got is the, the little sail barge up there. Yeah, I like
3: which, the display. Which... Very cool.
2: I, I have to throw in my brag, that <laughs> sand is from the Sarek Pit uh, location. Oh yeah, there. yeah, I yeah. I saw well, on you, your
3: Instagram. Oh wow, if you're gonna do it, that's the way right there.
2: Yeah, I
0: like that it's in an aquarium. I can the audience see your, your Lego aquarium?
3: I have no idea.
2: Rashad, can they see the aquarium right now? They can now. Okay, nice. Rashad, how's things going? You're, you're looking very nervous over there.
4: Uh, we had a bit of an audio issue, I guess, on YouTube. The yeah. levels were a bit off, That's but I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, t- I'm tweaking it.
4: Yeah, okay. So. And, 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 and now
2: are we, like, burgeoning on to...
0: Emily says it sounds better. Really? So I'll continue tweaking as necessary.
2: Okay, Rashad, producer Rashad, everyone. This he's just, the man. He, he's doing um, the Internet God's work over there.
4: Tweaking and twerking.
2: And thing, just watch the uh, the connection there. Mike, we, we'd hate to... Um, I can't have you statically, Rashad. You've got such a beautiful voice. I oh, know he sees He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's miming a beautiful voice and now. He's, he's decided <laughs> not to interact. Uh, give, give, us, give us a test. Come on. Give us, give us a bit of it.
0: Apples, bananas, oranges,
2: etc. Sexy. Yeah. Perfect. Interesting. I'm not I'm sure like, why I'm he like. um he went to uh, the fruit straight away. But I'm very um you we are that. streaming live on YouTube with good and bad audio and in the chat room we have got our good buddy from the Canto Byte Dispatch monitoring things. Emily Lind, what's going on?
1: Um, not much. There was a little bit of talk about the sound, but that seems to be worked out, and now everybody is ready to enjoy the show.
2: Excellent. And uh, if people are watching live on YouTube, uh, drop some questions or some comments with whatever we're talking about in the chat and uh, we, we will uh, go back and uh, Emily will report in. Ooh. She's got a helicopter above YouTube. <laughs> so it's very exciting. So uh, be careful out there, Emily, don't crash.
4: All right,
2: thanks. Uh, so you guys uh I I I don't know how I didn't see you. This is the weird thing about Comic Con, which yeah. is a bit different to um, Celebration. I feel like I see everyone at Celebration. Yeah. Several times. I saw Jermaine. I saw you once. Once I briefly.
3: Think. But there's like two. To, there's like four to five times more people at a, a Comic Con doing eight hundred thousand more things than Celebration. <laughs> so it makes more sense. But uh, but I feel like we're in the same room. I I don't think
0: we were in the same room. I would have sensed your presence. Uh, yeah, I don't think I was, I just had like a quick strike. I was there on Thursday and Friday and I had like just, I was, there's was no wandering. It was just panels, shows,
2: I'm out. Did you, were you at the Coin Wars Saved panel?
0: I was not, uh, but I was at the Hasbro and the publishing panels on
2: Friday. Okay, so I think we would have crossed paths in... I actually listened to your podcast where you were talking about it. I think I walked... I think I might have been the person that left the Hasbro (laughs) panel that let you in. Well, thank you for that. Because I had to go do a panel myself. So I I was was listening to the Force Center and you're saying, hey, you had to wait for someone to leave. And I'm like... I think I was I think I'm the chosen one. I think I got him in. Well,
0: thank you so much. Any <laughs> time that I'm stuck anywhere, I'll just be like,
2: "Well, still, please leave, <laughs> leave the room, so still." I can get in. Uh, but the uh, the Cornwall saved panel. Um, if you haven't seen it it's up on full on the steel wars feed uh i think they you can see the star wars show actually had a, a really good episode this week yeah uh, covering all the excitement from that but if you want to watch the full panel it's also on the steel wars feed and uh the sounds really good and uh, people are enjoying it but shocking
3: yeah i i wasn't it it's weird i was not in there because uh, i wanted to go but we have i'm working i'm not there for pleasure so we had to cover Doctor Who, it was (laughs) at the same time. He had had a a
2: Doctor Who Lego (laughs) to put together. He had a Doctor (laughs) Who Lego,
3: was the first female Doctor, we had to be in there, and I mean, it's like most of you guys probably thought, it was like, oh, well it's gonna be a cool panel, Filoni and actually everybody talking about Clone Wars, we never in a million years expected the biggest piece of news out of Comic-Con to come out of that panel, Uh, and there it was. Well, uh, I don't think just Star Wars news either, I think news period, in my opinion.
2: I haven't gone to have a look, but Aquaman, like that trailer, how many hits does that get?
3: Uh, on like the official site, it probably gets like, I don't know, probably like 50 million hits or something. 50 million? Yeah, over like a week or two, okay. probably. Yeah,
2: interesting. Because um, I know in there was some Twitter stat, like TV Twitter. Dot,
3: yeah, I, see. I know what you're going to say. Dot yeah.
2: .count, count, and that listed Clone Wars as the most talked about um, TV show of comic con. I think that could also be due to the surprise.
3: Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is because I mean, that was the only surprise, at least in the the major pop cultures thing. I'm sure in some toy thing or in some sort of comic thing, there was a surprise, but when it came to like major pop culture, you know, none of the other panels, while they have these great trailers that are doing the 50 million views a piece, none of them had any big surprises.
0: Yeah, I think that was kind of like the news of the Doctor Who panel in some way. Like, I thought at Comic-Con there was this huge enthusiasm for Jodie Whittaker. And I think in some ways, like, she personally won Comic-Con. But that Doctor Who panel was great because it didn't really tell us more. That, That trailer gave us a little bit more. But unlike other news, or unlike all the other media where we get told absolutely everything, we know, you know, the third act of Aquaman and where his birthmark is and everything. And I think the fact that Doctor Who held back a little bit probably generated even more
3: conversation and usually at comic-con uh marvel studios is usually for the last like basically 10 years has won the day every year because they have their big panel saturday night which is basically the last day of the convention i know there's sunday but Sunday's sort of a mellow out day and they're the last panel that day and they have a bunch of big news and big surprises it's like oh you guys want to know the movies for the next five years oh and they give you all this news and it's crazy this year marvel wasn't there the big panel was warner brothers and we knew every single movie that was coming. So again, no surprise. And the reason we didn't go to the Clone Wars panel is we thought it was going to be a cool, you know, retrospective panel without a big surprise. And I think it was my friend Peter on Slapstream. He uh, he said, uh, "Surprises win Comic Con, not footage." And and I think that's true. I mean, I think that's why Clone Wars was the most tweeted about thing because I'm sure the tweets were like, "Oh MFG," hashtag Clone Wars saved, and that's it. You know, it's not like <laughs> it's not like oh Jason Momoa is here, blah blah blah. It, like it was just people with genuine excitement just getting it out.
2: Yeah. The um. The last I checked, the trailer had 5 million views, which is pretty solid, pretty solid.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's, again, there's not much in that trailer. Mm. Um, but, and the, really, the news of it is more exciting. The trailer's awesome. I'm sure it would have been amazing to be in the room uh, for it, that reveal. Yeah,
2: well, that's the thing. And, and you talk about you know, using up what you're going to show yeah. at the uh, Doctor Who panel. It's, if you're going to shock someone with this amazingly well-kept secret, you don't need to show that much save that excitement for later on
0: it's one of the reasons that i was the most excited is i felt like the trailer for clone wars does actually have some meat on its bones like maybe not to just like kind of super casual star wars fan but if you followed it you know yeah. it's so emotionally successful to remind you like the clones are characters they matter and there's huge violence and huge stakes and everything that's happening has weight and meaning to it i thought that was just amazing because they could have just done clone wars saved hashtag on the screen and everyone would have went but he would have went
3: nuts. And oh yeah, that character that that show introduced that everybody's in love with yeah. is coming back and we're going to learn more about her in you know, Ahsoka. So that's pretty awesome at the end
2: there. I like how mysterious you're being with your uh, appraisal. It's,
3: it's Ahsoka Tano, maybe you've okay. heard of her.
2: <laughs> maybe you've heard of her. I'm going to celebrate yeah. by opening a beer. like
3: Star Wars.
2: <laughs> now, um, it's I am entertained by the the fan fiction, fan reaction of how this came about. That um, you know, Dave Filodi demanded it come back. And, and, and it's all some people I've, I've seen on Twitter seem to think that, like at Lucasfilm, they all went into their cars every night and, and drove off. They waited for Kathleen Kennedy to leave, and then they all drove back in secret and worked on this cartoon. <laughs> and I um, have got it from pretty in the know sources that it's it's this is. Kathleen Kennedy is to be thanked for this. And yeah. and and who can, you know, damn her for waiting for a financially viable way to keep this series going?
3: Because that's a great point. Yeah. There was George, no other outlet. Yeah.
2: George loved burning money on it. He didn't like he was just like, Yeah, I, I just want this. like it was like his profit margin of it wasn't a real concern to him. I'd pay to
0: see an actual image of George Lucas calmly burning money, wearing plaid, lighting it up like a little lightsaber that's gonna lighter. Be,
3: that's going to be at the an exhibit at the uh, at the new museum. Is that George going to be there once every month just to burn a bunch of money? It's, it's a kind radio. of narrative art, burning money. It's <laughs> very it? much so.
2: Yeah, he'd just announce like today Dave Filoni that they're going to do another space battle, and he'd just move another <laughs> cube of money and just, and burn it off. It yeah. was, uh, you know.
3: That's a great point, though, like because you know Disney XD as as much as we love Rebels and probably Resistance, isn't like a huge place, and like you know how much room is there for two animated Star Wars shows? But now with this streaming service as its outlet, Mm -hmm. where are they going to do you know a live action show and things like that? uh, That they had that opening and they that people thought, hey, you know what we could do, let's finish this story. It's a great point.
2: Yeah, and another like bizarre narrative is that this is like sort of rushed together as a response to the last jedi which if you know anything about like animation and uh, anything yeah it's, <laughs> and uh, it's not it's not like
3: it's coming out next we don't even know when that's coming out it probably is not going to be till 2020 2021
2: yeah I, I would imagine when they release this thing and i have to say a thing maybe about not it,
3: that fleet, but still
2: this what, what do they call it here the um the disney direct-to-consumer service right now <laughs> sexy now now listen disney i've been burnt by you before and this untitled solo star wars thing, right <laughs> it might just be called that and, and and it ended up just getting called solo and it's like why did you do that I, it has to be disney's direct to consumer service is like when anything is mentioning it in an official corporate way that's what it's called yeah there is no way it's not just going to be called Disney Connect. Can you just, just announce the name so I don't have to read this? Disney like- Streams, yeah. Disney something like yeah.
3: that, just Disney Flicks. Disney, Disney thank you for your money. Disney I think they Direct. should just be honest. That sounds good. I'm sure there's something like that, though.
2: Let's, I'm, I'm going to see if this site, this, this website's taken. What, Disney Connect?
3: No, D- Disney Direct.
2: Disney Direct.
3: Look, I, I think that's something, though. Just Google that. I'm sure that's something. Yeah, it's probably like an outreach program or something. There. No, that's
2: ah. Oh, okay, it takes me straight to a, a Disney.com shop ten percent shop bar. Oh, so, so
3: they own the URL. Yeah, ten dollars just... off,
2: guys, if you go to shop Disney right now. <laughs> oh, that's <yeah>. a, <laughs> perfect. Hey, hey, that's a freebie, Bobby. I. That's a freebie. <laughs> don't don't forget about me when you open that Star Wars land. Hey, eh? <laughs> hey, come at me, come at me.
3: So they own the URL. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe. It's it, breaking it, news. Breaking, uh, confirmed. Steel news. <laughs> it still breaks news. It's the exact
2: same pattern. Um, Jermaine, have you um. Like, you study the whole... You cover all of entertainment. If, if something happens in entertainment, you're there with your little hat with the press on going, what a scoop.
3: Sure, something like that.
2: Uh, do you know anything about the rollout of this? Because I know there's, like, it's joy, especially in, in the good old USA, about this coin wars thing. But then there's people in Europe and in Australia and in New Zealand and in Zimbabwe that are worried that maybe this app isn't going to get a immediate worldwide release. do you know anything about that
3: i know nothing about it but i mean i feel like disney they take their time with these things as you i mean the solo title is good a bad example but a good example of them taking their time until they're ready Mm -hmm. um i think with the name of it with the release date with everything actually galaxy's edge is a great example too where you know like they they're like well it's called galaxy's edge it's 2019 no it's Summer 2019, and they just give you enough and enough. I think they understand late summer, late summer. Yeah,
0: I think in the evening it opens summer, you'll get into the ride late summer. (laughs) Oh, good point.
3: Now, I so I don't know, but I think when they announce this, we'll know immediately uh, if it's worldwide, if everything's dropping worldwide. And Disney's a worldwide company, I mean, they make their money from their movies, except for Star Wars, internationally. So, like, yeah, I w- it would be silly for them not to release this at that time. The question is, is Clone Wars going to be on the service the same time as the live action? Does the it, does it launch with that? I mean, it's almost like a console, too, right? Like, you got to have some good titles at launch to get people to subscribe. Mm-hmm. So, um, as, as cool as Clone Wars is uh, for its coming back, it, I mean, if they had Star Wars live action show when it was ready to launch, I feel like that would be a bigger selling point for people. Um, so I I mean, it would make sense to me that that would be ready then. And I know that's definitely like not as far down the road, not less far down the road than you expect it to be right now.
2: It all comes so fast. Yeah, because oh. the the scripts
0: he's had in development since he was in college, right? That's the the hey, been man. the hubbub. We've so had great. scripts in development since college. Yeah, I know, but that but he's making his, which <laughs> makes I just want it to be weird ah, fan that's, fiction that's, that's, that's about like yeah. he's Boba Fett, but he's a Jedi and then the Wookiee has pants, and it's like I want it to be really fan fictiony because he's been working on it since college. <laughs>
2: Did you say Boba Fett has pants? Well, I, the Wookiee, the Wookiee, Wookiee pants. I mean, but I mean, I'm just guessing. Okay, Who nice. Knows? nice. I, it's not a scoop or anything. It could be. It, it could be. I would imagine one of them would have to be at like a launch title. One of the two. Oh, one of the two
3: for sure. And there's so many other other things that they've talked about. There's like Monsters, Inc. show, and then like a mm. high school musical show. They're going to have a, stuff for everybody. But yeah. Yeah, Star Wars would be it'd be silly if they didn't have it. And I think as excited we are about Clone Wars now that we know it's coming, it's definitely not as high profile as the John Favreau series.
2: No, when it hits. Because like, in, be like, in our bubble, like Clone Wars coming back is huge. Right, right. But then to say the friends that ask me, like when a film comes out about it, they don't like, it's just a bizarre. I I saw like an Obi-Wan thing animated (laughs) once. Is that like, it's just, yeah. So uh, like a television series is, you know, TV is. Especially a new,
3: especially a new story, new characters. Yeah, that'd be big.
2: Yeah, but I, with the whole like sort of theory about how they're doing it, like win back people from the last jedi i think when this is announced and they have the big rollout thing and it's you know it's all there big big ceremony to release all this content that you'll see a pattern that like that a similar thing is getting offered by marvel and disney animation and pixar that they're all like hey we need a couple of projects you know that we can bring out over a year or 18 months that's going to draw your fan base (laughs) That's gonna make it impossible for people that are into your uh, content to not subscribe. And like the Clone Wars thing is, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like all
3: I'm seeing
2: on Twitter is that Fry meme, like holding out his money from
3: Futurama. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, next year we not only have Star Wars Celebration Chicago, we'll have D twenty three Expo. I feel like that's gonna be the spot where we are gonna be go- best friends, Jermaine. I know so many conventions next year, uh, just like last year. But it will. I, I would no oh, two years ago because there was. Yeah, whatever. It's all it's all the same year to me. The 2010 <laughs> to now, it's all the
0: same. Your mind is just putting together Lego pieces
3: always with that token, right? At all times. <laughs> where does that other piece go? Oh my God, where? It's so it's like a two by 12. It definitely oh wait, goes somewhere.
2: I, I have to go back to that Lego thing. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, so I put together the, yeah. the skiff and there was pieces left over. Is that a common... like?
3: It is, yeah. They, like they always factory. give you like one or two extra of the really small ones. Yeah. Like the one by ones, like a little tiny thing. That's normal. Usually you'll have five or six of those. But if you have anything that's Semi-substantial, more than <laughs> two pieces long. It's usually a mistake.
2: Okay, so I'm in the clear. Yes, and you really messed up.
0: Yeah, totally okay. messed up. You have a perfect Han Solo Falcon. That's perfect that yeah. there'd be of some
2: pieces. That's missing actually that are true. That's important.
3: true. That's true. If it was the, if it was the Solo Falcon, it would be less. <laughs> now, yes, so, you've, uh, you've got Falcon, you've got yeah.
2: a perfect uh, Han Solo Falcon and a check. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> so. You got paid, unlike on, on Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's take a call, and uh, we have got Patreon member Ali, I believe, on the line. How you doing, mate? Oh, we might not. Interesting. Let's see if uh, King Tom is there.
3: 614. Mm. Uh Uh-oh, what happened now?
2: I'm not sure why we're not getting.
0: Is the laptop made of Lego? Is that the problem?
2: (laughs) Ah,
4: Emily said she can hear people, so
2: maybe. uh... I think we may have solved it. Ali, are you there? hi yeah oh oh here yes. we go god we were just so relieved i um i'm not even going to talk about it but um <laughs> how you doing buddy uh where, where are you calling from ali
1: i'm calling from uh virginia
2: virginia now on uh you sort of i know who you are because you are one of the patreons so i've got your number so i know to go mm-hmm. to you early but i'm wondering have you been listening to the, the bonus content from uh, Comic Con on the Patreon,
1: I have not. I have not had the time. Uh, I'm getting ready to uh, go to grad school, and I'm doing a lot of packing right now. Ali, I've been desperately
2: uploading content, to scrambling <laughs> to try to get your three dollars a month. The least you can do is just like play it while you're asleep or something like that. But um, double speed okay. is fun.
1: Well, uh, I've, got, I've got plans for 2 a.m. tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, oh, keep talking. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, no, I was going to ask, uh, what was on your mind?
1: Well, I actually had questions for you all. You all have done panel hosting, and I am uh, hosting a Star Wars panel at a local con this weekend. Obviously not nearly uh, as big of a deal as San Diego Comic-Con, but yeah. it's my first, ever uh, hosting gig, and I was wondering if y'all had any advice.
2: Well, well first of all, let's get a sweet plug in. I, 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 yeah, we're to I mean. I, goes I, the I'm, when and the where. I, I'm addicted to sizzle, and I, I can't <laughs> let that go unsizzled.
1: Well, uh, it is uh, Rob con It's going on on Saturday and Sunday in Kingsport, Tennessee, this coming weekend at the Meadowview Convention Center.
2: Nice. Now... Have, have you guys hosted a panel before? Oh yes,
0: tons at conventions. Yeah.
2: Nice. I, I yeah, I've listened to your live ones. Yeah. The um the live uh, Star Wars. When you lie on the couch, what's that called?
0: The Star Wars counseling, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> when you lie on the couch, what's that called? Counseling. Not sleep, not napping. It's called counseling.
2: I like it. I love it when Joseph does these episodes called Star Wars Counseling on the Force Center, the feed. And the Star Wars counseling, I love it when it's something I'm having an issue with. <laughs> so it's sort of like an explanation, like how to come to terms with it in the universe. And yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've laid down on the couch and had oh, good. Uh, Joseph uh, just. Walk me through it. Whisper in your ear. Yeah, tell yeah. me it's because of my, uh, Fractured relationship with my father. Didn't, <laughs> like didn't get that deep, but um, my relationship with my father's fine. I was just <laughs> comedic effect
3: Sorry, Dad.
0: I think the biggest thing for uh, panels there is really kind of obvious, straightforward um, moderating stuff that I'm sure everybody gets good advice on for the most part when you're doing conventions of making sure that everybody gets a turn to talk, and if somebody's uh, asking a question and it's turning into much of a uh, more of a statement, it's okay to say like, can get to the question. That's okay. Um, I think the biggest thing is ca- kind of to have an idea of a specific question that the panel is trying to wrestle with, because that gives it shape and structure. Okay. So if you're just like, what did everybody think of The Last Jedi? I, I don't know if this specific panel, uh, does this panel have a specific topic within Star Wars? Or is it just, yay, yeah, Star Wars?
1: Uh- It was really just, yay, Star Wars, but I knew that that wasn't going to work, so I've written out a few questions. Uh, I was going to open up with an easy icebreaker of Ewoks versus Porgs. (laughs) Which one would you choose?
2: Oh, Sophie's Um, Choice.
1: But after that, I, I was toying around with a few different questions to tackle to leave enough room for audience questions at the end.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think having uh, even that just suggests like this is going to be a celebration of Star Wars. We're going to talk about the things we like. We're going to wrestle with the things we don't. And, and that gives it a, a direction and a shape.
3: Yeah, And I, I mean, I, I've never actually hosted a panel, but I interview people weekly, you know, and uh, my advice would be over-prepare. I mean, come up with as many questions as you can. Even if you think it's garbage, just write it down. Have it. Go over it mm-hmm. and, and put like a little bit of a structure, maybe put them in order. Of what you think is gonna be the best conversation and don't be afraid to throw it all away okay. it's just nice to have okay. that uh, you know lifeline sitting there on you know on your podium or whatever of, of questions you can go to if it just gets silent but oh uh, well next It's just nice to have preparation there but don't but don't be afraid to throw it out and just be like if this is rolling let's keep going with this just just kind of like we sort of are doing now you know, seal has questions in front of him, but we haven't, he hasn't looked at it once or just looked at it. You looked at it now, I've, but, um, I
2: wouldn't say that question. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like hit just hit random words. points, <laughs> what points,
3: exactly. That, but that's, that's all it is, but it's there for you to be like, okay, what's next? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, especially in a live setting, I like to have like do a light pre-interview and, and I like to know oh, cool. one, the answer to one of the questions I'm going to ask each of the panelists. So you can sort of, if, if you want to bring up something, like say you want to bring up Ewoks, I would find out who on the panel is an Ewok fan. So you can direct that question to them get mm-hmm. a substantive answer and then wait for other people to jump in. But yeah, Jermaine's right. If I, if I do an interview or a panel and it's all the things I wrote down and there's nothing I came up with on the spot, I'm very disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah. But um, okay. wh- what did you uh, what did you make of the Comic Con? What was your big win?
1: Oh, uh, definitely Clone Wars saved. That was, I mean, I haven't even watched all the episodes, of Clone, <laughs> all the episodes of Clone Wars, but that just, I was like, oh, now I have to. I don't have an option.
2: I would love to see
0: so,
2: the um, sorry, the uh, the Netflix viewing spike. Yeah. yeah, like that, like if, yeah. if they can get that information, you
3: know, Netflix out there does not release any information about anything ever, not even a percentage up. They will not, they, they very rarely, no, they, they never release info themselves uh, except for like their stock price. Uh, and the, sometimes you get info from like outside sources, but it's very shady. It's kind of like Nielsen ratings. It's a small sample size. They sort of,
2: I just them. had it confirmed from a source. Uh, Ooh. That viewings went up two hundred <laughs> uh, and seventy four percent.
0: steel has got a shifty eye, so I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna. Believe. I'm just mad because I've watched Clone Wars two and a half times at least, and then other random arcs like three or four times. And Netflix just added this how the percentage match, and it claims I'm a ninety eight percent match for Clone Wars. And I'm just like, what else do I have to do to my television <laughs> to get to hundred percent match? You have to go for to Wars? three times around. I yeah. Think. yeah.
3: It is the third it's the third time.
0: It's the third time since yeah, literally. Okay.
2: Yeah, I am pretty keen to do a canonical re watch. Like in the order, like you know right. people work out from sure, sure. order. Because um, that always frustrated me. I, I think as a as a A tribute to George Lucas. The first episode of the seventh season should take place before the third season. (laughs) Just as a tribute to his, like, let's just just tell a story there. (laughs) 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 Ali's still on the line.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's all right. Uh, With the Uh, best comment so far. uh, Actually,
2: um, Jet Lucas was in the front row for the announcement. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that Dukasa? Yes, I think so. That's That's your...
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, name? that's the character, yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's your domain. Don't, <laughs> you sort of said it? it to me
3: asking, and I'm just like... Wait, isn't Jocasta new the old woman?
0: Uh, Joe new, uh, Zet Jocasta
3: is the young uh, guy who you tries go. to rescue Bale. Okay, there you go. I was like, mm. so many Joe something. <laughs> exactly. So many... Joe Buttons. He's great. <laughs> so many syllables <laughs> yeah.
2: in strange orders. Star Wars fandom. Uh, anything else on your mind, Ali?
1: that is it thank you all so much and have a great evening
2: cheers thanks, thank and you. uh i guarantee you're going to kill it on the weekend so um you can have some extra
3: luck. Like, everybody in uh, tennessee go to the panel
2: yeah totally
1: yes please do uh again have a great evening and thanks bye
2: cheers all righty i think uh we have got king tom on the phone is that you tom Yes, yeah, Steele, how are you doing? I'm good. I just looked for the number that looked like it was from Australia and guessed it was you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, I, you know, I have to admit I'm disappointed that you haven't said I'm from Australia in a few months because I see that as a badge of honor. So oh, that's... I, I, can, I can live with my memories of the past. So thank you for that.
2: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Tom, what is on your mind this evening?
4: Well, I, I am, you know, I think Emily posted in the chat room earlier. She asked, you know, what everyone's excitement level for the Clone Wars coming back is. And and I'm at a, about a seven. I'm looking forward to it because it's more Star Wars. But what I'm really excited about is production on episode nine is supposed to start at the end of the month.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
4: or
2: by the end of the month, or started sometime around the end of the month. I, I don't know. Jermaine thinks it started already. I see. I see a different Twitter account or Instagram account every day for the last three weeks. Go, Star Wars Episode Nine started filming today.
3: So. <laughs> well, I mean, we've seen. I'm, 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 we interrupted Tom's question here? But like the, it's always sort of random. Like when do you say, it? is it the first time they shoot something at all? Because then Episode Eight started eight months before. You know and or is it when they have everybody on set you know it so it's hard to really sort of lock it down i'm pretty sure they've already started but if not yet yeah, tom's right very very soon maybe today maybe tomorrow if not 3 days ago continue i'm sorry sir
4: oh no no that's that it was pretty much what I was going to get at is yeah, get that, it. you don't, don't you don't, don't know Tom know if,
2: like... you don't know Tom but that's code for it. talk over me one more time and, I'll be <laughs> over it. and I will split that giant Lego over your face. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy's from Ohio and he's he's souped up. All right, oh, he's man. ready to go. Uh-huh. He's got a temper. Continue, Tom. Don't, yeah. I'm just I'm just here my, as a, my, a conduit for you. My,
4: my my Midwest temper, you know how to bring it out of me. <laughs> um, but so when do you think? Obviously, it's they're not telling us anything now, but we should hope to expect to see something maybe in a few weeks. Maybe casting or yeah. set picks taken from some cast member who left their cell phone on the camera on too long or something.
3: Now, I would bet. What I would. do you think we'll. St- yeah, sorry. No, I, I think. Oh, dude, he's coming. I did. I did it again. Know. I did it again. and stopped <laughs> till I jumped in. I was like, i would to answer
0: this question. we <laughs> heard just seen flights to Los Angeles
2: for the ass kicking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do you, do, can
3: you get an anger go discount? on ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you talk. No, you talk to your show.
4: Okay. So, when do you think we'll see something official? And will they? Will there be because JJ is back, and and I know JJ doesn't drive the marketing, but there will there be a lot of mystery box type stuff in the marketing, or will it be straightforward? Because I feel like with Ryan, we got some more concrete things. Um, in terms of what we were getting story-wise, then we got with JJ. So, right. will it be a shift back to that, or what do you expect the marketing to be like? All
3: right. Well, I, I'll start there, as I already did start twenty minutes ago. Um, I, I think I I would bet we get something, but if not August, early September, and because usually when most Disney Is movies. Yeah. Of, like, an announcement of, like, the cast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, marketing. He first said, like, you know, when we find something official. And I think something official is coming because usually about two weeks after Marvel or any Disney movie starts, they put out a press release of, like, you know, we're excited to announce production began on Doctor Strange. Start, you know, and then go through the cast. And that's usually when we'll get, like, the one or two new cast members that'll officially say like, Carrie Russell or whoever. And um, I would, be yeah, so I would say, but I would say sometime uh, in August. And then, you know, it's funny, like... JJ is gonna JJ, so I think it's going to be more mysterious than not. But if you look back at so you sort of read my back Yeah, I know, right? But if you look but if you go uh but if you look at the last Jedi marketing, the only reason people think it was more straightforward, I think, in my mind, is because Ryan's on Twitter and Ryan was posting things that weren't like you know officially released. That was still look, look at that first mm. teaser again. There's nothing in there. I mean, it was very much like it was very, very much a like kind of a mood piece, a couple great shots, a couple new characters. And the title. I think they're going to still be very, very mysterious about the entire thing. I think it's going to obviously be a little bit more uh, open because we have two movies now. You know, obviously, The Force Awakens, we knew nothing, so they were they gave us less than that. But now we now with Last Jedi, oh, we knew who Rey was, we knew who Poe was, so they can give us a little bit more. I think with this, we'll get a little bit more, but it's still going to be extremely mysterious. And I think they're going to be even more cautious with it. Um, after Solo, obviously this is going to do much better than that, but I think they're going to think about the marketing and just the timing and stuff, and you know, Solo obviously was much more condensed and a whole different story obviously there, but, uh, so I, I think it's going to be sort of a mix, I think, to answer your question. A little bit more J.J., a little Ryan, um, and, and pretty soon we'll get something official, but I don't think we get anything concrete footage-wise or anything until Celebration.
0: Yeah, I think also knowing that The Last Jedi was at least partially going to take Place immediately after Force Awakens also sort of limited the wide open scope. And with like Good episode point. nine, we don't know mm-hmm. is it going to be two days? Is it going to be five years later? It could be, you know, two days later and Rey has still got a, a cut on her shoulder, or it could be five years from now and she's running around with three Jedi she's training. Mm-hmm. Good it point, opens yeah. it
2: up. Mm-hmm. With, with The Last Jedi Style well, straight they've away. Had some, oh, sorry, Tom.
4: Are you there? They already me? had some material in the Poe Dameron comic book about the conversations that Ray and Finn and Poe have had in, in the Falcon after Blasting Awesome Creek.
0: Yeah, that's so great. I love that.
2: I, I think I think that's awesome. And didn't, did Charles Shull at Comic-Con say that Poe Dameron's going to wrap up with Sort of leading up to explaining where Black Squadron was in the Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that was at it's, the. That sounds really tantalizing. Like.
0: Publication panel. Yeah, and th- that was that was pretty tantalizing for nine, maybe. Uh, but uh, basically, he said, "Like, yes, it's going to tell you." Do
2: oh, you know what it just reminded me? That remember that? Um, what was the the comic series that came out just after Return of the Jedi? And there was a tree, like.
0: Oh, the Shattered Empire.
2: Yeah, yeah, the like, Unetti tree. Empire. Yeah. i was was, was waiting for this film to give me the mystery of the tree like we got a tree it got birds and i felt like didn't i was like trees are going to be big trees are going to be big in the forest. and
0: there's a big forest tree. it's where you keep your books what's up with that tree uh
2: yeah so what he said
0: is you know we're going to find out where jess pava and snap wexley were but in particular he said that we are going to find out that they're out looking for these allies that leia thinks she has and after the destruction of the hosnian system maybe she doesn't have them anymore and he really pointed it towards like it's uh it's going to be a little bit bleak but it's a hard galaxy out there i think Uh, i'm paraphrasing but that was his attitude which could tell us like that's the story they're going to tell between episode nine or it could be that is the story in episode nine of there's next to no one else fighting this fight except for our very small band of heroes
3: i hope it's not that i I hope it's like 10 years and some and some stuff has happened because there's so much story. Like, if it starts, like, kind of soon after, even if it's, like, a year, there's way too much that has to happen for them to give you that ending where you feel, like, good about taking 10 years off from the saga. Yeah,
0: I'd like two or three years to have passed, yeah, so there's like, plenty of like, room to tell stories in between. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, like the
3: last few, like the original trilogy. Yeah.
2: yeah, I was sort of thinking maybe, like, four or five to balance it out. Yeah, sure. Because, like, a Star Wars trilogy <laughs> should take... Although the, the prequel trilogy, um, that would have been...
3: It's like uh, ten years. Rick, if you look at Anakin, right? Yeah, yeah well, no, about yeah, like thir- 14, thirteen, fourteen, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I um.
0: Tom knows. <laughs> thinking about Tom is Lo- clearly very knowledgeable.
2: He he actually is. That's why he's the king. Um, th- yeah. Thinking about the Last Jedi, I like I sort of liked that it started straight away, but I kind of felt like it should have then moved on a few months or something. Like sure. like even with like Maz Kanata. Like she's had her five hundred year old castle totally destroyed. And
3: like three days later she's fighting something. Yeah, and she well, she's doesn't... probably she's still on uh Donna, we don't know. We right. don't know where she is, so
0: my headcanon is it's a union dispute with the people rebuilding the castle. <laughs> it's the construction <laughs> workers like, who are supposed to back. be.
2: <laughs> God, things flared up early.
0: <laughs> yeah. It goes it's rough. Yeah. yeah
2: I it's something about and how they like measure the time? Like they've got eighteen hours to do something, or sixteen hours, or this is I think there's a two. Like the other films benefit by being vague. Like who knows how long Empire Strikes Back went for? Right. Well, I, I know. I know. I could read a tweet. It sure. Crazy.
3: Sure. But yeah. It, well, it never mattered. That's like a big thing now. Like I, I see like news stories on sites just like Avengers Four time jump confirmed. It's like well, every movie has a time jump. Like it literally, time always is jumping. But I know what you mean. Like there's going to be a bigger gap. Um, but I don't know when that became like news that a movie takes place after a movie.
2: I think all those articles are written by Kiefer Sullivan under a pseudonym. I don't know who that is, but that's okay.
3: Kiefer Sullivan. I know. Kiefer Sutherland.
2: (laughs) That's what I said. I thought.
3: Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you're talking about the guy from The Lost Boys in 24? Yeah, yeah 24. Oh, okay. That's yeah. I heard Kiefer Sullivan, and I thought,
0: is he an yeah, Australian like the... version of Kiefer yeah, yeah, Sullivan? Yeah,
2: it's, a, it's okay. Australian.
3: Is oh, but, 20, but, okay. uh, but I, now I get the joke, and I like it. But okay, yeah, it yeah. Was, uh, again, yeah, it was good. It was good. Good. Right. It's it's good. Good. solid 24
0: yeah. joke. Can I ask a, a question of, of Tom and you guys about casting news? Because I'm really curious to talk to other Star Wars mm-hmm. fans about this. Uh, do you want okay. Mark Hamill to be announced? Like, assuming that he is in the film. Do you want him to be announced or are you afraid that they're going to play mystery box with him and not announce oh, it let's go around the
3: room still
2: i just hope he's announced just for my relationship with nathan hamill
3: and <laughs> i'm not just like
2: hey how's uh where is dad home yeah yeah like, going to london anytime soon <laughs> like so yeah. I, I would like is it your dad having any fittings
0: lately yeah. yeah
2: yeah he's he's looking well how's the the has he had a beard or a haircut lately yeah yeah uh, has he
0: been shimmering and blue lately has that happened yeah
2: yeah I um to be honest just say he's in it so people can celebrate I it agree. and we don't like people maybe because I I sort of hope that uh the last Jedi like people that didn't like it that much that if they get like a banging episode nine that that can like oh okay i see what was set up and luke came back because my my dream joseph yeah is that uh we get ghost mark hamill with ghost hayden christensen and we just work out some issues i'm down for that uh kylo can be there ray can be there they can be mid-battle but they they, like the real
0: star wars counseling among the characters yeah Yeah.
2: I, i just feel like the end of the series needs to be like a battle that involves force ghosts and everything. The past. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was that original. Hey, I,
3: hey, I'm 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 cool with that. That would be because I don't think. Well, we know they can sit down, right? Because Obi Wan sits down. They get. Tired. They interact with the environment. They yeah, love exactly. it. So they can they can do shit. Yoda can conjure lightning from the yeah. real world. So Yoda, Yoda hopped closer to Luke hey. so he could be within
2: range of him to speak. <laughs> <Exactly. guy. laughs> Who knew that Yoda would have so much in common with Hallie Poked him in the nose. True. Yeah. yeah there's awesome. a nose Bob. Oh, yeah. that's right. He,
3: t- he like makes physical contact with him. Oh, that is weird. The- you're onto something here. This is this is this is the finale.
2: But there was that original script of Jedi where Yoda like a return of the Jedi where Yoda and Ben Kenobi did sort of come back and were a bit more physically proactive in the final battle of return Jedi which to me does sound horrible. <laughs> but after The Last Jedi, I'm more flexible with my Star Wars. Yeah. Oh good. Yeah. Good. I've I've done like uh Star Wars Lamars. I don't know. I've, I've <laughs> yeah. But I
3: I I think yeah, I think if they keep it a mystery, Mark Hamill's so active on Twitter and so out mm. there and out there. Just tell us he's in it. Don't tell us how he's in it. Don't tell us anything right. about it. He's in it. Okay, yeah. great. There's, I like, agree. It would just make it so much easier because yeah, there's so much so much mystery that's going to be kept from it that I don't want to know. Yeah. That seeing Last Jedi was so rewarding to not know and be excited about. But yeah, like, I need to know some things. Because otherwise, people are going to speculate about it for effing ever.
2: Yeah, and there's tons of other stuff you can keep secret. Yeah,
3: like everything. You know? Yeah, like
0: how Luke is there, what he does. Yeah, I want Mark Hamill to be able to go to the grocery store without being harassed. And
2: that's... And, and also, yeah. like, hiding Mark Hamill in the promotion of a film. I've seen it. Yeah. Lived it. <laughs> uh,
0: t- Tom, do you, uh, do you want Mark Hamill to be announced?
4: I, I do. I like mysteries. I like surprises, but I don't think that should be a surprise. And if, if anything, there are a few people who have engaged with me on Twitter and have incorrectly told me that Mark Hamill hates The Last Jedi and hates Star Wars now. So I would love to see him announced sooner. So, you know, I could just point at them and laugh.
3: I want them to reel terribly off and say, you know, with returning stars Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill. It was like, what the hell? (laughs) How much power does Disney have? God, Disney did it.
2: That's a a lot of power. (laughs) Um, And uh, how did did you fare with all the Comic Con news, Tom?
4: Uh, I I liked it. It was more than I, I. the amount of news in terms of toys clone wars all the book stuff that was more than i thought we would get and i was really happy to see that claudia gray is going to be writing that um obi-wan and qui-gon novel i thought yeah. that everything was a bit cool. uh prequel era heavy um and if if i had to pick an era to get content out of honestly it would be either the original trilogy or the sequel trilogy era but it's still star wars we're getting it i love claudia her work that she's done so far, I love Anakin, or I'm sorry, I love Qui Gon and I love Obi Wan. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, we
3: can't get we can't do sequel trilogy content yet because it's not done yet. Like we're like we're gonna get Resistance, right. but which I which is before it's before the Force Awakens. Yeah, there you go. So that doesn't really count because we've right. got stuff. But I think I think once we're done with the episode nine, yeah, that's when we're gonna get all the stuff that's happening in the other worlds
2: and and the push on prequel yeah. stuff. It's it's well placed. Because you've got the twenty year of the Phantom Menace next yeah. year, and it's sort of
3: great. It's it's yeah. it's aged kind of gracefully, especially in this era of hate for the Last Jedi, where people hate the Last Jedi. I think Attack of the Clones is good, and it's like, okay, guys, whatever you want to think, that's fine. But it just it's given it a new reverence a little bit. Yeah. yeah,
2: but you've got people like fans that were maybe like five to ten. They were they were in peak Phantom Menace year. And then now they're like, um, "Oh, Jerry's jumped up for it! This is the most extreme Jerry the Persian cameo we've had.
0: Cat and a do back together, amazing! <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day."
2: If you're not watching, if, you, if you're just listening to this on audio, Jerry has uh, jumped on the set and is uh, e-walking it up, and is thinking about jumping into a flower pot, which will be very interesting. <laughs> but uh, stay tuned, stay tuned to that. But uh, yeah, so the kids that were like you know, five to 10 and now 25 to 30 mm. and they're in the mood to read the books and, and, and get into yeah. that content. So I, I feel like mm-hmm. it, to do it now is when like people that age are most sort of like in that sort of, mm. I've got, you know, under 30, I've got, I haven't got kids yet. Maybe I've got yeah. books to read and all that it was, stuff. It,
3: that was their trilogy, you know, like the other one was our trilogy. That was their trilogy. And yeah, they're ready to spend some money on some hot toys. Anakin, mm-hmm. like they had it, you know at a at comic-con and things like that they're ready to spend the big bucks and read the books and so i think it is smart i think it's cool and that's a testament to them bringing the clone wars back to yeah
2: it. at comic-con i was hanging out with um my friend cory who was i he's what he's like hey, richard how old's cory like 19 or something yeah yeah okay he's um he's not old enough to get into a bar i know that because uh at some venues, he's Jason Ward's son. Somehow, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure. I that he drinks. We're all bowl. Jason Ward's son, if yeah. to be quite honest.
3: <laughs> wow, that's what happens when you join the cult.
2: Yeah, very true. Very true. I think if you just hold the bottom, Richard, it shouldn't do that thing. One of the two. One of the two. I think if you hold it really well, I think yeah. I'm not having a go at the way you held it. Okay, all right, because. You know, Rashad's held me before, and it was it was sensitive, and it was delightful. And,
3: <laughs> and you made
2: that noise. We uh, we appreciate that, but um, yeah, so I was hanging out with Corey, and he's like a like loves Clone Wars, loves the prequels, and he's just right for um, like all that stuff, like you know, Padme, Cad Bane, like any of that merch. It's like clones and all that stuff, which which to me, clones always sort of blame... I I still. I've still got it in for the clones with their, what? their, their CGI. The CGI is uh, always Tamira Morrison's just head, just like a like an action figure's head glued on wrong, like just a jar. Well, you know they're clones.
0: Not everything works right. Some of their necks are a little wobbly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're wobbly. They should
2: have the same neck.
3: Maybe. I wonder. I wonder. Like the the bringing back of Maul and Solo, how much that had to do with this sort of wave. You know, if like they're like. Obviously, they thought they were going to make another movie after that. If they were like, well, this fits in perfectly. We're bringing back Clone Wars. We're bringing back we – got all these books. Like, We're bringing back Maul to the feature films. I wonder – I think it's probably part of the same general story group conversation of like – this is where we're shifting the narrative for a couple of years in, in these other venues.
0: I think it was a happy accident because everything that the okay. Kasdans have said, John Kasdan in particular, is that he fought for it, that it was a list and that he got it kind of approved. At least, you know, from a certain point of view, always that's what John Kasdan has said. Sure, But I also think it, like, it makes perfect sense if you're kind of a, a Star Wars nerd who's paying attention to all of the canon. That's exactly the character that you need to have that weight of that threat of why Kira is so frightened. But then I think there might be this happy accident of this the clone wars trailer indicates that we're going to get the siege of mandalore story that involves maul so i wonder if there is a very happy accent of like maul make sets for solo but also Dave filoni's like hey by the way this is really great because i could possibly set up his trajectory toward yeah running crimson dawn
3: yeah it's like it's like uh i think pablo said on twitter people always ask me what's happening now and i kind of forget because i worked on that four years ago yeah <laughs> so like it probably yeah, it probably all happened kazan probably brought it up and they're like well, Clone wars yeah, it's all kind of a big, you know, hodgepodge of stuff that's uh, that's happening.
2: Yeah, and I've I've heard very vague rumors that there might be more Mandalorians s- projects getting worked on. Ooh. So I, I sort of when I look at these, Ooh. I see a bit of a Mandalorian
3: theme. You know, it's weird. I I've heard that too, but I don't remember where I've heard that. I'm trying. I, if I if I did remember, I'd say. I agree with you, but I don't, (laughs) but I definitely heard that too. I don't know.
2: Did you listen to this show in the future?
3: Uh, no, it was, uh, my daddy, Jason Ward told me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, thanks so much for your call, Tom. Anything else uh, on your mind? No, that's
4: pretty much it. Thanks for having me. Steele
2: always a pleasure, Tom. Tom is a, um, a serial contributor to podcasts awesome yeah good guy. he's he's got good voicemails and questions and stuff you could it's been theorized in the podcast community that you could edit out his sections that he contributes to other podcasts and have a uh, a pretty good podcast of his own <laughs> nice so he just lets everyone else do all the work but i'm not stepping on him
3: like i just did there <laughs> the entire time
2: it's it's five of us. One of us is in Ohio, and that's know, true. Yeah, as long as you keep us happy, Jermaine, <laughs> then your the Millennium Falcon is safe. Now, um, kind of the one story coming out of Comic Con is the non-story of Star Wars Resistance, that. You know, I I actually did theorize that maybe they could be finishing up the Clone Wars on the Disney Direct Streaming Service, but I did predict everything else under the sun as well. But I, I figured that that could be like a way where it could be paid for. But uh, I think like a, the rational fan was sort of thinking, "Hey, uh, that was a great ten years of the Clone Wars, but let's look to the future and Star Wars Resistance, and that would be the like the sweet clip at the end of the panel." no resistance in in like the lucasfilm booth no resistance it it does and and you know jason um from making star wars our daddy daddy ward
0: <laughs> what died. what happens that he becomes your daddy i feel like i don't know, I don't know we, just said, we, just, we just said
3: we are all the sons of and I okay pivoted, i pivoted to, it to yeah. get into bars oh, I, guess, no, it was, it was I get
0: free booze if jason's my daddy yeah i just want to make sure yeah, okay yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, free drinks for Star Wars uh, leaks. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's how it works, but um, yeah. So he'd heard that it the the show was going to skew younger. It, it sounds like if you've got um, Free Maker Adventures, Rebels, and Clone Wars, like the the barometer thing is past Rebels towards the Free Maker Adventures as far as like tone. You guys hear anything? Yeah. In those? Lines,
3: um, nothing about that, but I think what I've heard about resistance, uh, in terms of information, is that uh, Lucasfilm wanted this didn't want to take away from him, Clone Wars, and there's another big comic convention in October called New York Comic Con that maybe we'll hear some resistance stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I think, uh, oh, oh wait,
2: wait, w- won't it be out by
3: then? Doesn't it come out like it doesn't have a release date? I don't believe okay. I I thought it was fall, of, yeah, fall, which could be November. Or something. Yeah, I could be wrong. I just—that's I, something I heard that maybe uh, they'd have some stuff at New York Comic Con. Maybe well, no stuff before then, but I think maybe that's when we'll get little, even more information.
0: Yeah, I think Lucasfilm is uh, more aware and all of all the different fan opinions, and more savvy than sometimes uh, fans give them credit for when they get upset, which we all understand. We get upset, but I think they understand. Clone Wars has a specific fan base that has built and is incredibly excited about Clone Wars. And to end it on, and here's a new thing that isn't Clone Wars, I don't think they ever would have done that because I think they're in touch enough with their fan base to know, hey, there's a chunk of people over here who are ride or die Clone Wars. There's a chunk of people over here who are really excited for something new. Ride or die. <laughs> ride or die.
2: Like DMX. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: no, I think there are people who are very intense of like, I don't want anything but that. So I think it's just like, it to me, I just really appreciate it because I think it, they are showing so many signs of we know Star Wars is a big tent and we want to offer things for everybody. And like, if you're all about the Clone Wars, great. You don't have to ever watch Star Wars Resistance. Star Wars Resistance is not the replacement for Clone Wars. Mm. And I think having a trailer at the end of Clone Wars would have been like, wasn't Clone Wars great? Well, by, it would almost be like if you had a retrospective for like somebody you dated that you loved. And like, remember when you were dating this person? here's the crappy new person I want you to date at the end,
2: like... Wow, that is a George Lucas-level bad analogy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) From the perspective of somebody who deeply loves Clone Wars and has had some bad dates, I'm happily married now, but...
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I also think that in this multimedia world that we live in, that Star Wars fans have to be very aware that not everything's for them like it's, it's very
3: important, important. that's true yeah.
2: Be- because like at the moment there's so many projects like there's three film series going on <laughs> you
0: look tired before you're even going to oh, listen i was
2: just sucking up my memory I was like, <laughs> oh. but um you got three different film series going on you've got a uh, two cartoon series and you've got a television series uh, th- like the each of them by themselves would have been the greatest news in 1997. Yeah. You you would have been just like, oh, my God. So we just need to, like, sort of realize, like, I sort of, like, if Resistance is more to my taste, like, that'd be great, but I'm happy about it, that it's coming out, and knowing that it might, like, that I should be, like, taking it with a Forces of Destiny type attitude. I
3: just don't see anything Filoni does being approached like that. Mm -hmm. I think... Clone Wars and Rebels are both very similar in, in tonally in that, you know, kids can watch it and enjoy it, and Star Wars fans can watch it and enjoy it and then enjoy it on another level of not just thematic or character based, but in lore, you know? And I, I just don't see him like not not, you know, phoning it in, but you know, like you said, Forces of Destiny is fun to watch and there's some lore in there, but it's for kids. It's hmm. For younger kids, it's on YouTube specifically because that's where kids are watching TV. They're not watching Disney XD as much. Um, I'm sure they are, but you know what I mean. Um, so I just don't see Resistance being maybe skews this much more because the animation is going to be a little different, a little more anime or whatever, however they're going to look. But I just I don't see it not being as hardcore Star Wars uh, as, as Clone Wars and Rebels it are.
2: Okay, we will
3: see. We will see.
2: And in the bit that just got cut out due to technical difficulties, we did have a bet over the millennium falcon like I said. it was just i don't know what happened there richard i'm not sure why you cut that out that's very upsetting but uh that was that, the it's, its it's in stone it's okay richard tried to talk and then bailed out of it. we'll get you another call next week richard it's like treat- he's a
0: death trooper and that's his voice that's the way he sounds
2: <laughs> Um, what we're going to do now is, uh, wrap up and then we'll have a, a quick little Patreon bonus, uh, section for the Patreons. Both, uh, if you're watching on the live stream, uh, you'll be able to watch this as well. We'll just start off on a, a new little episode. And if you're listening live and, uh, we've got some more calls to take and some listener questions from the chat room, but I'm just going to go back to Emily and, uh, how you doing there, buddy?
4: I'm good it.
2: What's the, uh, we'll, we'll get to a few more chat room questions and comments, but uh, have you got anything uh, juicy for us, uh, maybe what we've been talking about to uh, as a reaction?
1: Um, I mean, i got to be honest with you. Recently, there was a lot of charity admiration, but in between all of the praise of your cat, there's, there's been a lot of cold water excitement. People are really hyped for it
2: nice yay! hype is good hype is good all right we'll we'll hit you in the after show emily and uh we'll run through any questions or comments that are there is that is that cool sounds good nice and i know we've got uh patreon member dylan he's on hold and he wants to ask me my blink 182 star wars story so uh there's some great sizzle for all you mark Hoppus fans out there um will be uh, going into that Rashad is very very happy about this um the roof. before we go for the uh the main show uh huge thanks to static laden Rashad. uh don't don't even don't even try Rashad. um don't, don't don't spoil this magic moment between us with static um and you can listen to his star wars podcast will communication And he's giving me the thumbs up. Nice. And uh, that's all good. Uh, Joseph, tell us where uh, you can be followed in a legal manner on the (laughs) internet and heard also.
0: Yes, you can follow and hear me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is just my name. It's at Joseph Scrimshaw. And uh, you can get links to all of my podcasts. The Force Center, uh, I have a podcast called Obsessed. I've got a lot of comedy albums, including one about Star Wars. Do a bunch of live shows. All of that is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com.
2: Height, Jermaine.
3: Uh, You can find my writing on uh, io9.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at at Jermaine Lucier. And, uh, yeah, a lot of Star Wars content. So (laughs) go back and check it out.
2: I got a lot of it. And uh, you know where to send those big boxes of Lego Corporation.
3: Right here. This is the guy. (laughs)
2: Uh, Thank you guys for listening so much. If you haven't already, check out our San Diego Comic-Con coverage. We have got uh, blog pods, I call them. They're essentially audio diaries of everything I do at Comic-Con. So for each day, there's an episode and the episode i think we're up to saturday where we had the the really cool uh star wars podcaster and listener meetup, and so we've got some stuff from there you can watch the entire clone wars panel at youtube.com forward slash steel wars and today i just put up a, a really fun 15 minute interview with joe and steve from hasbro Ooh, nice about all the uh new figures and all that sort of stuff and there's another one with christine from hallmark who are, that? That's my favourite Star Wars collectible. Is the uh, the carded itty bitties? It's
3: very cool. Oh yeah, that, that,
2: that's my thing. So, uh, and if you want to become a Patreon. Uh, and hear the bonus show and interact with us and get all the previous shows. It is $1 until the end of August. You get all the new bonus content and every old episode, or for $3 a month, you get everything direct to your podcatcher of choice. It's it's very exciting. And there's some great interviews with Ben Mendelson, Leonard Moulton, Stephen Stanton, Sam Witwer, for you guys to check out. But... If you are on YouTube, stick around for the next feed. If you're listening live, stick around for that. If you're a Patreon, the next episode's just uploaded. Thank you guys so much. It's been so fun.
3: Thanks for having us. Thank you, the uh, callers,
2: and may that force be with you.
1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
4: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, It's, it's up to you.
2: If you're after more Star Wars listening, please check out the Making Star Wars podcast network at makingstarwars.net, where you can find such great podcasts as Blue Harvest, First Order Transmissions, Idiot's Array, Making Star Wars Now This Is Podcasting, Podcast 2187, Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Cargo Hold, and The Sith List. So that's planetbroadcasting.com and makingstarwars.net.